Welcome to the Daily Lent Podcast. Today I want to talk to you about being a God seeker. What would it look like if we made it our greatest goal in life to grow in our knowledge of who the great I am is? Understanding that this will be a lifelong pursuit. What would it look like if we never gave up or tired wanting to know God more? We need to be seeking a daily enlightenment of who the King of Kings is, all our days on this earth. I've walked with hundreds of men through a disciple-making process called The Journey. It has always amazed me how many of them have a warped or skewed view of God by bad teaching, bad examples from fathers or other role models. Many have told me that they had no idea Christianity was about a relationship with Jesus. Many have said they had no idea that God desires we have intimacy with Him and that such a relationship is available to them. I believe one of the core reasons we don't trust God is that deep down in our core being, we just don't know Him. If we knew Him, we would desire to be with Him and daily repent. Daily repentance would be an afterthought of our relationship with Jesus. If we really knew Him, we would have no problem turning our life over to Him confidently and completely. Where did you get your information about God to believe what you believe about Him? Many of us have no idea where it came from. We just adopted it over the years as someone else's explanation or belief, and it just happened. We often wonder why so many Christian marriages and families are being destroyed. We wonder why the church has lost its ability to maintain holy living in a corrupt world. We wonder why so many churches look just like another social club. Ouch, that one hurts as a pastor. The truth is that a life of casual Christianity leads to a life that becomes a casual Christian. We are weak because we are spiritually anemic. We are spiritually anemic because we don't know where we are or who we serve or the maturity process God has designed for us. In order to become a man or woman that God wants to build a foundation of trust that will lead us to intimacy with Him that we need, we must start with the basics of who He is and what He has invited us into. In order to build a life of trust that can conquer the forces of evil and sin and make a difference in the world, we must go back to the basics of who we serve, how we serve Him. In our City Leadership Academy, I have all our students read the Gospel of Matthew, and they answer these questions. How did Jesus lead? How did Jesus serve? Simple questions, yet powerfully effective if we really go through the gospel and dive deep into those, each chapter, each verse, and say, what was Jesus really doing? How was he leading others? How was he pursuing his Father? Here are four things that you can count on God for as you move towards trust with Him. Number one, God knows. God knows everything about your life. Every hidden thing, 
every success, everything about your ego, your cares, your dreams, your wants, your desires. God knows everything, every detail of your life. The second thing is God cares. Not only does God know everything about your life, He cares about every single detail of your life. That freckle on your left toe that you loathe, yeah, God knows. God cares. He loves you for that. The third thing is God is willing. Here's my favorite part. He's willing to get involved no matter how messy I may deem the situation. I'm so grateful that he's willing to get involved. Because often there are some really jacked up parts of my life and God's willing to get involved. I'm so thankful that he continually pursues me, that he continually says yes. And the fourth thing is this, is God is able. Not only is he willing to get involved, he's fully able to make a difference in my life and the people that I'm struggling with or whatever the situation may be. All I have to do is turn to him and say, God, I trust you. Help me with the situation. God, I release it into your care. When we go through trials and testing, it's a stretching process that gives you and I new capacity to receive something more from God. He truly is a good father. You may have never had a earthly father that was a good example, but God is a good father and he wants to be involved in every detail of your life. Today, I wanna to close with an excerpt from one of my favorite prayer books, The Prayer Cottage and Sacred Garden. I stood negotiating within myself whether to continue on the path or not, and an angry question found its way to my thoughts. Why did God's sacred garden include a frightening place like this? Everything to that point had been so pleasant and peaceful, but this was absolutely dreadful. Lord, I cried, how can I do this? What must I do? Lord, I cried, how can I do this? Why must I do this? Do you trust me? Do you trust me? was the simple answer I heard. Yes, Lord, I trust you. But I'm so afraid, I replied. Follow my voice and I will lead you safely through this threat, he said. The Lord's voice was calming. As long as I could hear him speaking to me, I felt courage. But when he was silent, my fear returned. Lord, I cried out, is there no other way? Not if you want the peace and intimacy with me that you seek was his reply. Father, thank you for all the trials, for all the testing. God, help us to trust you. Help me to trust you more. Help me to trust you fully with every detail, every aspect of my life. 
and to know that you're willing and able to get involved in all the mess. You say yes every single time. God, thank you for that. We love you and we honor you. In Jesus' name, amen. Thank you.